Hello and welcome back. You're listening to The Lunchtime Request here with Maddie Jack. Joining me today by phone, we're having a chat with Michelle Murphy O'Kane. She is from the FRRR and we're talking today about a program that is uh, able to offer some grants to people in rural and regional areas. Here to help us learn a bit more about that and how that might be able to help you out there in the community across the Kimberley, uh, we're going to be speaking to Michelle. So how are you today and thanks for making some time. Yeah, good. I'm great. Thanks for having me, Matt. It's a pleasure. Uh, what can you tell us about um, yourself and your role in FRRR? Yeah, so I work with FRRR, that's the Foundation for Regional and Rural Renewal. We're the only national foundation that's specifically focused on the social and economic strength of remote and rural Australia. So we've been going for 20 years, last year was our 20th birthday, and we're all about connecting good purpose with goodwill um, to the vitality of remote and rural Australia. And we, we mainly do that by, by making grants, so we receive money from some wonderful generous donors and then we run a range of grants programs so that um, rural and remote communities um, can tap into those funds um, for the betterment of their communities. Okay, that's fantastic. So about these grants you've <laughs> been speaking about, how um, or what kind of grants have you given to people in rural and regional areas before that have, have helped? Do you have any examples of grants that have um, come through FRRR that have been used for rural and regional communities? Certainly have. So one of our grants programs that I um, work on is called the Strengthening Rural Communities Grants Program. So that program is um, promoted and made available to community groups across Australia four times a year. So we've just recently announced $1.1 million in um, funding that's gone out to over 100 different projects across Australia. And to give you an example of sort of some of the projects in Western Australia we've been able to support, um, we've been able to um, make a small grant. All of the grants are up to $10,000. A small grant of $10,000 to establish a seniors hub um, at Mount Barker. Uh, we've been able to provide some funding support uh, to a group of farmers in Esperance wanting to set up their own community foundation. And in Ningdanoo, I hope I've pronounced that correctly, um, in land from Geraldton, we've been able to provide some funding for the Little Well Ningdanoo Aboriginal Reserve Group to put in some sheltered seating at their reserve. Yeah, okay. So that's quite a, a different range as well of, of different community um, people out there in the community and organisations and stuff that might, you know, quite um, be helpful and use that money or the grants. How do you be eligible out there in the community? So if somebody's out there listening in the uh, Broom community or across the Kimberley on the Packham network, how would they or what would make them eligible to be able to apply for a grant and what kind of things could they apply for a grant for? Yeah, great. So our Strengthening Rural Communities Grants Program is probably our flagship um, program and of most interest to your listeners. The grants are generally up to $10,000, although once a year we offer grants up to $25,000. They're offered at the moment actually for remote communities, so very um, topical, I guess, for your listeners. Um, and those grants are um, to support widespread community benefit. Um, the projects need to have a charitable purpose, so we can't um, support individuals. Um, or sole traders, but as long as the project is intended for widespread community benefit of a charitable purpose, um, it will be eligible. We do have a bit of a population preference, so we do like to try and support projects in smaller towns, so we, we sort of cap that at populations of 15,000 or less, but we will consider all applications depending on what the purpose of the project is. Okay, great. So if somebody out there has an idea, maybe there's a, a small 
community group that gets together and they have this idea that might benefit the community, they would be potentially eligible to apply for one of these grants for up to $10,000 and use that money to help out their goal, again, for the benefit of the community. Absolutely. And, and it's quite a simple, we like to think it's a relatively simple process. So on our website, frrr.org.au, there's click-through links to an online application form and we make those grants available. Uh, we call it a rolling grants program. So as one round closes, another one opens. So effectively, um, groups can apply any time across the year. Okay, yeah, and that's great that it's so accessible as well. Uh, it can be a bit daunting having to apply for things like these and go through all the, you know, writing up a grant and trying to justify your cause so you can actually get a grant. So this, you're saying the process is actually quite simple for people to, to actually get started. Look, the feedback from we hear from people that have applied from us is that that you know the process uh, the process is relatively um, straightforward and not overly onerous. We have some wonderful grants officers always on the end of the phone who are very very happy to take calls from community groups who might be having issues um, or, or wanting to run a project idea past us or having issues or questions or queries um, about the application process. But we like to we like to think we keep it relatively simple. Yeah, and I've just been having a, a read then on some of the uh, previous projects that were awarded, and some of them sound great. Like if, if even a small handful of these grants went to people um, here in Broome and around the communities across the Kimberley, I think would be a much better off place. Like some of them, for example, a community barbecue trailer. Uh, another one is a, um, a little project that was promoting health and well-being and encouraging people to take part in a bike ride fun day. Uh, another one seems to be... Um, youth resilience so there was a increased access and support resources for local youth so it's it's quite a range of of different areas that you're able to help with this as long as you know you're out there in the community and you've got something you really want to bring to the to the community for the benefit of everyone around it's really yeah just a matter of getting it together it is it is and we intentionally keep it quite broad we come from a philosophy that you know, people at the local level know best what they need for the resilience and vitality of their community. So we really um, keep our guidelines quite broad so that, you know, there's a wide range of projects that, we, that we're able to support. A great project we were able to support early last year with a, a larger $25,000 grant was up there in your, in your neck of the woods uh, for the Yili Indigenous Corporation. So we supported the Aboriginal school there um, to um, implement a bite bike repair and maintenance program and start the design process for a BMX track. So, you know, um, it's great to see some of our grants going up to your area, but we'd love to, we'd love to make some more grants up that way. So, love to hear from, from groups in your, in your region. Yeah, get a minute. It looks like the current round of uh, accepted grant applications is open until the 23rd of February. Is that right? That's right. So, um, anyone applying to that grant round, they need the funds won't be awarded till June. There's quite a process that we go through in terms of assessing the applications we receive. So, as long as your project doesn't need to happen before June, um, we would encourage groups to apply into that round. And as I said earlier, once a year, and it's currently open, we offer the larger grants for remote communities. So, I think pretty much all of the communities up your way would be classed as remote, so they'd have access to grants up to twenty-five thousand dollars. It can be incredibly helpful and put towards a good cause. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, add, Michelle? Anything else you'd like our listeners to know about the grants and the uh, FRRR? 
No, look, just really want to encourage applications from, from West Australia. We also have a stream open um, that is in response to the 2019-2020 bushfires. So um, whilst we know a lot of the fires happened over here on the East Coast, we are well aware that the bushfires impacted parts of WA as well um, and we're open and receptive to receiving applications in response to those bushfires as well through the same application process. All right, and uh, I guess the next and final thing would be if somebody did want to look at maybe taking it a step further and having a look at how they might be able to apply for one of these grants for up to $10,000, where should they get started? Yeah, look, I would strongly encourage you to start on our website. We've got a a wonderful new website that right from um, when you first open it, it should be able to step you through the process. It's FRRR, so um, Foundation for Rural and Regional FRRR.org.au. Um, and I can give you a 1-800 number as well if, if that's helpful for people wanting to make inquiries. I think, yeah, I'd be happy to take that. So yep. what's the 1-800 number? So it's 1-800-170-020. Excellent. Well, thanks again, Michelle. And I just had a look. The website's very easy to get to, frrr.org.au. Uh, and again, thanks for making some time and hopefully uh, some grants come up this way and help people here up in our community and communities all across the Kimberley. Wouldn't that be wonderful? I'm looking forward to receiving those applications and thank you for the chance to speak with you.